0: Last time on Geek Wars, Marlon gives an update on the cast from Love is Blind. What they doing, they're being awful. The crew also discusses the popularity of Ted Lasso and why it's the only reason to get Apple TV. Ray talks about only murders in the building and Marlon has a new segment, Marlon's Queries. What's us happening now, today on Geek Wars? Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules
1: all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely, lovely squad of Amy, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How's everyone? Back looking? in full
0: force. Squad's all here.
1: <laughs> this is Voltron all of a sudden. Hey. It <laughs> always is kind of is.
0: It yeah, we be. know that you know Kat had to take some time off to go meet with the Furious 10 crew just to get ready for that new Fast movie coming out and Kat's they're gonna, time traveling like I said Kat's going to have a lot of thoughts about how she wants Jason Momoa to show up a as a replacement he's going to be playing Hobbs' nephew's niece's cousin um, so that's how they're going to wrap him into <laughs> the series is that the one that got the vaccine and got, they got a big testicle <laughs> that's it yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> okay. <I'm> all right. <laughs> <laughs> um okay,
1: yeah. We will. Um, how's everyone doing? Um today we have some pretty good topics today. Um, especially our first topic, which is the new Pixar movie Turning Red, that's on Disney Plus. It has generated a lot of news, good and bad. It's it's like the hottest thing people like talking about in the credit circle. But a lot of just general audiences love it because we're starting to say that Pixar is saying, it's not saying that the antagonist is relatives, but it's looking like like growing up and dealing with just people who might be your obstacle or whatever could be the antagonist. And I'm saying this is because we just came off of the Conto and we saw how the grandma was treating Mirabelle. Very similar to Turning Red with, uh, we have our cute little protagonist, Mei Mei and her mother those those are the two that I I when we get into the discussion that I want to talk about because that that is very uh relatable in my experience so I felt like this Pixar movie was just like dang it's like it's getting too specific in the the themes As a millennial.
0: It was good. I mean, the film takes place in 2002. Uh, We follow a 13-year-old girl who turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets excited, you know? And I love that the choice was to put it in a very specific time period. Like, It's not like, oh, this is 2002. So everything you know about two thousand two, that's happening right now. Also, it's going to be uh, in Canada. So it's, it was very interesting to, to kind of have that be the setting, uh, and to have this um, main character be uh, thirteen years old, and have her uh, creature be Red Panda as basically like, oh, this is a puberty story. Uh, and whenever this, and like we see this very beautifully done. Introduction to her Girl Squad, uh, which I loved every one of the Girl Squad, especially the very round purple girl was my favorite one. Uh, yeah, she was just so round and so great. Uh, but it was it was an amazing coming of age story in a way that I don't think we've seen Disney June before. They definitely acknowledged like, oh, a young lady becoming a woman uh, by either stepping into power or or by dating that guy she likes. But now we're like, great, let's talk about that middling period where she's like, cool, cool, cool. I love homework, but also boys are kind of hot. And like, I have these feelings now and I'm underneath my bed drawing really sketchy art about yeah, half-nigga dudes. Uh, so it was like, yeah, we're going to go like into this area of puberty that Disney hasn't always uh, portrayed, especially Disney Pixar. So that's honestly was like a fun, fun way to step into it. And we got Doni Shi, who was behind the revolutionary bow, uh, Disney short we got, where it was about mm-hmm. empty nest syndrome. And she's like, yo, I got this. I'm gonna bring my own little taste on this. And we got turning red. And yo, I felt it in my tummy. It was great. <laughs> Can you we talk about the boy? Yeah, me. I had that song my head for days. It's true.
1: Uh, and i love that it's during this time period because during this time period i
0: i was very
1: similar to me i was a a geek nerd that loved her boy band music and did fan fan fiction art and fan fiction stories and going through the troubles of um figuring out who i was as a teenager because you know you have your friends but then you have your southern parents trying to lead you a different way and so like seeing the main characters just struggle with that was it hit home for me but i like that it was in a different way with her culture and even the location because toronto looks amazing it was nothing like georgia in 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 2002 um but yeah i love i love that this this movie had just so much life and just in all the characters like from her her different friends to even like the school itself it felt like a school that i went to you know you know how there's like schools like you see in today's shows and then schools that were in the 80s and then schools that you actually went to like this actually had like the tone of man this is something i went to just the feel of it i feel like she captured that time period well Um, And we, she even had like a little bully Tyler who I was just like, why is he always on her? Why is he always on her case? You know, I didn't know what was up with him until later on. I was like, okay. Um, But yeah, her family. I love that. I love that. Maybe is such a good, like, she's a good daughter. She actually cares about helping her parents, running the business, you know, doing her homework. I mean, it's hard. A 13 year old at that time, that's, That's hard so that's why i was like when her mom was really hard on her i was like oh i've seen this before i've seen this before um but basically what maymay was struggling with was her mom wanted her you know to to just be on the right path basically especially when maymay was feeling the feelings about the boy doing pictures that kind of triggered her into turning into a panda and in her family line there's an ancestor with the red pandas and the emotion. So, you know, as Marlon said, she gets excited, angry, sad, whatever. She turns into a red panda. So the story is, it is kind of an example of puberty in a way, but, but finding yourself in that puberty. So, like, growing into the young adult as you are with those troubles, as we all had to do. And I liked how this was in such an amazing, like, metaphor and showing that. And I, as I, saw, I was like, I just loved it. And, and, and showing her struggles in such a... In a clear-cut way, but in a... Not, like, a simple way, you know? Because then you have just things that people said and did that really either upset her or make her... I mean, I did enjoy that they they used her... What she thought was a, a curse. They hustled the hell out of that. I thought that was hella smart. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have done that, but I liked how... She was still she was still maintaining to be herself through the troubles of it all. And at the same time, her mom had a little bit of growth, you know. It wasn't like an encanto where the grandma kind of figure out what was wrong at the end of the movie. The mother actually had like a little story arc too which made May May's better as well. So I appreciated seeing, I guess, the
0: other characters. It's growth on all sides. You know? I loved all the. Uh... It was a therapeutic movie.
2: I loved all the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of my favorite things was like everyone had these really detailed faces sometimes or like the reaction faces where you know, she had that really evil face when she was under the bed, drawing the drawing the thing. And a- Abby had a million faces. Uh, I've seen a meme where they took Abby, one of Abby's faces and put it over the the little girl who's watching, who's smiling with the b- building burning behind her meme. Um I just like some of these things that I was just like these this movie is this movie just did a lot of like really cute things like that. Uh, Of course, uh, the boy band was great. As soon as the grandma came on the screen, I was trying to she started talking and I immediately was just like, who is this voice? I can't figure it out. And by the Mm -hmm. end of the movie, I had to look it up and it was good old. I know her. I only really know her from the Daredevil netflix mm-hmm. stuff madam Gao, and i was mm-hmm. like yes this is that's why i recognize this voice she's madam always Gow. great um and uh yeah no all the it there was there was a lot that was uh there was a lot that was there that was very interesting i really love the dad's character too uh you could tell that he he no. understood very little but he was like really trying to like be as helpful as he could be. Um, I appreciated that That I actually literally liked, I could hear people being like, ah, oh, Disney doing this pro-woman thing again. I just hear them now. But like, the because the dad was a stay-at-home dad and he was always cooking and this, and all of this stuff. And I was just like, no, this is, it's really, it is upsetting. People were getting really upset about some of the reviews that were coming out with this movie about how it wasn't relatable mm-hmm. to some critics and uh, and all of these like extra comments about that. I remember one coming out. It was like, I want to say it was BuzzFleet, but maybe it wasn't where, what it was, one of the lead editors, you might've been talking about this, Marlon, one of the lead editors was like, I didn't relate to this movie. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, no, you, but you, you, you're a, I don't think you're supposed to this time. Um, and B, um, that's kind of okay. Um, and see how can you not relate to some of this? Everyone understands the boy band crease. Everyone understood like this, this level of friendship that this group had, like, uh, and maybe not everyone understands the parent dy- dynamics there, but I think it isn't uh, it isn't unforeign. So, like, I don't know. There was a lot to this movie that was really entertaining and really well done. And I don't understand why some couldn't see that, but I don't need them. And I'm glad that uh, Pixar got to make this movie because um, it's really good.
0: Heck yeah.
2: I'm so it's glad to. Yeah. And
1: I hope I keep yeah. the writer on to make more.
0: Tell me she's dope she give more, more projects. yeah, I know this honestly felt different. Stories. Yeah this felt different and I think it I think that's what people are liking about it is that it feels different from any other Pixar film and that's great. Like we don't need another toy story sped off. Like we don't need them to keep making cars films. We don't need them to keep making another monsters Inc we need them to take risks and try new things like this. And yeah, you're gonna have people who are going to be idiots and say, oh I can't relate. But they're only looking at, oh, what's the rest of the character? Oh, they're not white? Can't relate. Meanwhile, every other non-white person has related to a white character of like, cool, I've been in a similar situation. I can relate to that action. I don't have to look to the character because, great, there aren't a lot of characters that look like me, and I don't have that privilege to be like, can't relate to 90% of fantasy because it's always white people, so I just can't get into fantasy. And it's like, yo, you're just looking at the rest of the character and you're just saying, well, that's not for me you know it's just not for me even though the story is relatable they're just not white and then you know it's just not for me and it's like that's your excuse because if that's your excuse there would have been a lot of movies and books brown people would not have gotten into but we got into it anyway because it's like great what's happening in this book I can relate to, I don't have to look like this generic wafer-thin white guy or this white girl. Like I can still connect to what they're feeling emotionally. And so I hope that Disney takes these Ken's and Karen's comments and them to the wayside and just takes more risks. Because honestly, when you make a risk like this, you get a really awesome film that honestly, from front to back, I was enthralled. Ligerman said the facial expressions were top tier oh gosh, like whenever they were doing like the, like they and they you can tell there was there were so many anime homages like from like say, the yeah. crying faces to the chibi faces the to the angry faces teams, yeah. to like the horny faces like oh they're really going deep into anime like they're doing all even to like the power up moment of like it's like oh this is fully like an anime like this person's doing anime animation and i'm here for In they Pixar. know the audience yeah. like they're great, really like this is gonna like hit at kids who are going through like all the fun ups and downs of puberty, but also adultery. Like, oh snap, that's anime. I like it. this is dope, and it was great. And like, they put so much time and thought into the music, especially, uh, especially the 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 boy band Four Town. Like, they spent a lot of time on that. Even though, like, most of these gentlemen had maybe two lines of dialogue, except for Jordan Fisher, aka I think he plays. Uh, he's on the flash and he plays Bart Allen uh he was Robert oh my <laughs> and, gosh yeah and I was like oh my god they got the flash in here he's playing Robert I had to look at uh, those people too because they could sing and I was like who is the thing, this boy band they were great and I hate that on Spotify they don't have that like ending song where they combine that like uh the, the like main boy band song with the ceremony chanting Didn't I can't find it on Spotify they do i i just have on spotify right now if you look at it, it's just like the it's just either you find that or you find the instrumental if you find it like link it to it, because on spotify i can't find them merging like the ceremony right, song, the song with Are like, the, sure? like the, the, all the auntie singing in the background it's I'll hard f- to find it. if you find it you can send it to me can't find but it on youtube it's i kept googling YouTube. on i kept on Spotify because i wanted to find Hold it on spotify to save Hold it on. and i was like dang it maybe I'll it's on it right youtube now. but couldn't find it on spotify but yeah it just t- t- like Top to bottom, beautiful. And also, I, I watched the behind the scenes about oh, yeah. it. And Domi Shi literally, this is her character. Mei Mei is Domi Shi. There's a <laughs> whole, like that whole beginning shot of her, like doing the intro, who I am, I'm Mei Mei. Literally, that was Domi Shi's introduction to the team that was doing Turning Red. Aww. Like, hey, I'm Domi and we're going to work on Turning Red this week. And sometimes we do cartwheels whenever we want to. It's like, oh, this is literally pulled from that intro thing that you had. This is super dope. So, Love turning red. I want to see more of Domishi, uh, and I want to see more projects like this
1: also the whole soundtrack itself was really good uh again they brought back ludwig who has done so much great music in our pop culture so like he's done like the mandalorian and even boba fett currently mm-hmm. so they I, when i saw that they brought him because first of all, i was like this music is like on point then when it when they hit the credits i was like ludwig was behind it no wonder and i really like the it was like very poppy but then hit poppy and then it had mm-hmm. like the video game trancy type too I just and then you know very instrumental but like it's I would probably recommend Grab the soundtrack as well um, for the songs and for the instrumentals because they they were on point like I love Encanto but this this soundtrack is the kind of soundtrack I could listen to during work or during a daytime when I'm focusing you know so another Pixar did it, did it again in another uh, in a hit in the music department as well
2: they did um
1: anything else we want to talk about in turn besides saying that we highly recommend it check it out on disney plus if it's in your theater would you recommend seeing it in the theater as well i didn't get to
2: i didn't get to either but, but i mean um, it's a good enough movie that's yeah we
0: proud. saw it in theaters with uh Yeah, one of our friends uh, works at Pixar uh, and was was able to get us some tickets to go see it at uh, the awesome Grand Lake Theater. Mm -hmm. It's only showing until Thursday. I think they only got Greenland to show it for like a week. Um, And it's only showing, I think, in three theaters in uh, America. It's like one in Oakland, one in New York, and I think one in, was it Denver? I forget where it was, but like they had the whole like... Pixar team came to the theater and said, this is like a special event. Like we really want this to be in theaters. So we, but we only got a lot to open it in three places. So here's one of them. And they were really stoked to have it there. So it was beautiful in theaters. It was bumping. Uh, the only drawback of course is that there were just a lot of children asking questions the entire time. So there's, that's only that's drawback imagine. to
1: that. I forgot about the kids.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of questions. A lot of uh, kids, what? Oh, wow, big panda. And it's like, all right, kid. All right. But why? You just shut up now. <laughs> I mean, again, it's a kid's movie. I understand, but they were just. I forget that people bring babies to movies, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we're our movies, right? like, oh snap, we are back in like pre-pandemic times." I'm like, "There are Same too many Spider-Man. people in this theater and there All are so the babies many babies in out. here. Why are the babies? They don't know anything was going on. Mm-hmm. They're not even looking at the screen; mm-hmm. they're staring at me, ma'am. Your child is looking at me right now, my like, <laughs> screen, like, and I'm just sitting here with the mask on. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Who's white baby is this? <laughs> no, I, I ain't got, time. <laughs> I ain't got time. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, my white baby? Is <laughs> I pray you never have to say that. <laughs> like, I feel like going to happening. Amy, anyway. Amy, that's one of my. I hope I get to say to someone, whose white baby is this?" <laughs> like I thought it would happen in Galileo at some point. It was like you know, a sea of like, black, 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 of like, black and brown kids, and like, "Who's my baby? Is that who's uh, who's picking you up?
1: Who's coming to get you?" I mean, I always think it's going to happen someday because of <laughs> just, just Bay Area.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen, you know?
1: Well, OK, so from all of us, we give a thumbs up. Definitely check yeah. out Turning Red on Disney Plus. Highly recommend top. I would say this is one of the top ten or at least the top films of the year. I'm not putting it like like mm-hmm. top five, but if you're going to see a film and just automatically like it, I would definitely put it in that category. So it's, far gonna be,
2: the year. it's gonna be a tough year for that movie because uh, Spider Verse is this year too, right?
1: Yeah, but that means, I'm just is. saying as far as like, like there's probably gonna be like 20 movies that were really great oh, yeah. this year. I just they mean uh, on that
2: list. I just mean when it comes down to what was the best animated movie of the, the year, Lords. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough call, yeah. probably. It we has go, to we come out first, Raymond, yet. for us
3: to say it's gonna win. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we haven't seen that movie so. coming out, and
1: that's a whole other category. Spider Anime movies
2: are not gonna take over those two. I'm sorry, they anime movies are never that good. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, wow. never that good.
2: i mean i mean like i mean like shonen ones (laughs) let me let me be clear there's ones like spirited away and miyazaki ones that like do it justice when you get to these Mm. shonen ones they're just like they're never the same as like a high quality have
1: been doing really good that's why i was like i don't think they're gonna be good and in the past three years they've been just On point, at least with like the top animes, as far as like Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, even Jujutsu Kaisen, they're putting out really high quality stuff for movies. And that's why they're breaking box offices in Asia before they even come over here. They make hella money over here. And I'm just like, we're in the golden era of watching anime movies in theater. So if this is out, I would say go see it because you're not going to get it on streaming for another year. Especially like if you saw Demon Slayer last year. Yeah, that was a top tier animated movie that nobody was, like, serious about. And then I saw it, and I was like, why was no one talking about this? Except
0: for the fans. They were talking about it. But that's another conversation we'll have another day. We got that one, though, through a special friend from uh, the Pirates. I mean, we got a, a everybody, that. You and then a everybody got that Pirates? one
2: again when they when they remade I mean,
1: yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, the Pirates were great. But again, like, if you saw it either in theaters, or streaming, or from GIFs, it's still a solid movie that I was not prepared for. I thought it was going to be like, remember back when Naruto was making like 12 movies and it was just like, ho-hum. These movies actually care about narrative storytelling, which I was like, wow, okay. But again, that's another topic for another day, because I would gladly talk about that. Um, I'm going to segue into... Uh, One of our top favorite shows here. Uh, Picard, that's on Paramount right now, uh, has their season two just premiered. So far, it's been three episodes. And for me personally, it's been the most, out of all the shows I've been watching lately, it's the most stressful shows or episodes I've been seeing lately. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) Because I was like, first episode already stressed me out. But then by the third episode, I was just like, I don't know how many more episodes are in the season, but I'm gonna need for them to solve some things because I have questions and I have anxiety. (laughs) Um, anyone wants to dive in more into what's Picard Um, facing because I feel like my my boy John Luke.
2: In classic John Luke style, uh, is taking on the <laughs> responsibilities of the galaxy um, on his, you know, on his plate. Uh, I think the funniest thing for me so far in this show has been how many times they remind me that everyone's older. Um, because uh, they had to have a sneaky way of doing it with both Guinan and with Q in that first episode. And they were mm-hmm. both very corny, like borderline fourth wall breaking. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I let's just, can, can we speed past the, you uh, explaining why they'd have to look old now? Because it none of it's going to make sense at the end of the day because neither of these characters should really look old. But, you know, that's, it's just a limitation here. So let's, let's move past this. But um yeah, I he's dealing with uh, some time travel stuff because your boy Q is back, and um, he's making uh, he's making it feel as though it is quote unquote another one of his classic John luc Picard tests. Um, but I think there's something else going on that they are just kind of stringing us along for here, and it's kind of obvious that there's something else up with Q. Yeah. But like he's not being very clear because he's Q. And they don't really want to be more clear yet, um, so we'll see what that kind of is. There's a lot of Borg activity coming back in the show because with Picard and Seven and Nine as main characters, you got to keep the Borg around in some capacity. Um, and so, yeah, it's I I'm really curious what they're doing with this season. It feels like there is um, I I it's a, it's the end of episode one. I'm gonna. Uh I don't know if I want to spoil that one thing, but I don't know where if that's exactly where it's going or not. So maybe it's not a spoiler. Uh about the Federation. You can just uh, say it's I'm just going to say right. it. I'm just going to say the it though. Uh I don't it feels like cuz they they've kind of hinted it by the end of the first episode. It feels like this season is what if the Borg asked to join the Federation? Uh how would
0: mm-hmm. how would the
2: Federation react and what would actually would that actually go down would could you trust them could would that would that i mean like it would bring you lots of technology i guess but like is that worth it like they're the borg they've run what around you up for? what right like so it's a uh, it's a concept that i didn't expect for this season but i i like the concept and i just i don't know yet if that's exactly what we're doing but with um, one borg character being around the first couple of episodes it feels like we're getting a lot of backstory there to like okay well is this person going to change their side kind of like they are they are on our side are they not on our side are we gonna have a big twist later on and yeah i'm curious yes, we probably will we probably will
3: i have I'd, i have I'd, one theory
2: yeah one theory
3: Go ahead. Sorry, go, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh,
2: the only extra thing I was gonna say was I don't like how these episodes have ended. They all feel like they end. Oh, they figured out like a new cliffhanger way of ending episodes, where like it an almost doesn't way. even feel like an <laughs> ending.
3: Maybe the writers watch anime. Literally, that's how Demon Slayer season two yeah. ended. Every episode
1: where we were frustrated, and it ends with like either you're, you're like, wait, what? No, don't stop here, or what the fuck? <laughs> like. And it's like, they don't show, they don't, I mean, I don't know for you guys, but I don't even see a preview, so I have no idea what to expect. So when the new episode comes out, I have no expectations of what I'm I didn't I'm see a preview
3: for the third episode. I mean, after the third episode, I don't think there was one.
1: I didn't see one, so that's why I'm like, I think that's why I'm already stressed, because I go in not knowing what is happening, and it's just, it just, it doesn't even, like, make you lean in, it, like, yanks you in, and then it's like, mm.
3: your emotions
2: yeah yeah. but what's your theory
3: oh uh, so the end of third episode we have to find someone right like in order to unscrew the situation and I think it's someone we've met before someone who can travel through time because they've been taught to do you have any guesses
2: because they've been taught to travel through time
3: data from Picard's past
0: because. Who knows how to do things?
3: Because this person was trained how to do it when this person was young.
0: George R. Two D. Two. No. <laughs> Why did you say that so
2: sincerely?
0: <laughs> Just to fuck with some shit. That's all I said. <laughs> he was
3: all like, mm-hmm. "Well, that's my running theory." I'm not Wait, gonna say who. who. I, I don't wanna spoil it because what if I'm wrong? <laughs> the, I mean, Ray gave out his thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's I, what this I, whole think, show I think it's Wesley. About. I think it's Wesley. Oh yeah. Because he, he 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 uh, was with the traveler and he did shit. We don't know what he did because he left hmm. after that episode with the <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the only pr- like why would you say, oh, find the watcher and the traveler, the watcher, it kind of has a similar feel to me um and wesley was meant to like do something and, and we never we, found out what that was we never saw him like
0: or so,
1: anything else post
0: bringing back and Cole will Keaton. does
1: act still, still yeah out.
0: so he would show up in this in a i think heartbeat.
1: it's will we <laughs> i think yeah. it's wesley's coming back I, that's my i hope episode four shows this because i want to see um, you right i feel like you might be right and yeah. i'll be like ah
3: that's my only thing I can think of. Like, who else I would can't we think know of who, who did be? that? It would either be him or it'd be like a whole new character. I mean, we we saw the, the display of all the people, all the folks Picard has killed. And I was it, it like. Is, they mentioned General Sisko in a, in a oh, scene, yeah. too. And but I was like, are we seeing him? No, because there's no prophets, probably. There's no wormhole. There's no DS9. And the. That's There's
1: true. No Kardashians but in the in the storyline, they were like, Do you want to talk to no. him? And I was like, No.
2: Yes. He
3: ran?
2: Let me see. The let me see my boy. Is not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm,
3: yeah. he, he definitely uh, acted. That's for they damn said sure. He,
2: right. They said Picard killed Goldicott, also. And that was one of his the heads that he had yeah. on the Martin. Goldekott,
3: like, Sarek. That
2: was a lot yeah, of people. Was, it was a
3: lot, lot of people. <laughs> I felt really <laughs> emotional. I was like, what do you mean they that hurt that really hurt i'm not gonna lie That really hurt i
1: feel like this season last season was him coming to terms of the end and what that meant and that's why he kept having those visions with data i feel Mm -hmm. like this one this season's more of a reflection since we 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 survived our death in season one now we're gonna have reflections of like the things we did in our life the dark things and was that worth it to make things good because you know he's always talking about making decisions that nobody likes because you know that's what he does and to bring out a better outcome for everybody and so knowing q knows this and he knows how to like play around with that and so i feel like again this comes down to picard doing the same thing but doing it with um Decisions he's already made, and him understanding that now that he's older, like, was it right? Was it wrong? Is he gonna have to make a hard decision on top of this decision that he already made? And that's when things get messy. But at the same time, we get to see a lot of great old people or talk about a lot of old, great things that we've seen on the TV show. But that's what it's feeling like to me. It's just a lot of kind of like in Marvel, how it was a lot of reflection with dealing with your depression. or your feelings or your mistakes it's like that for Picard now but it's like the stakes have risen because now they're in the past in 2024 in LA and they're everything they said is basically they're complaining about our timeline basically and I, I think that's hilarious Um especially because it's in California and they're like this is this is what how they survived I was like I don't know how we're surviving now so that's a good question so <laughs>
3: it's a, great, guess, way
1: to, it's a yeah, great way to it's a great way to use the CBS set yeah, 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 and I just—that's go I don't modern. Know, I just, I'm stressed. I just know that they better be. They better find this person because there's already been a lot of sacrifice in three episodes. <laughs> we need to. I'm Emotional gonna need to make another damage. big like plot jump in this next episode because I need. I need to calm down.
2: I'm curious how many episodes it is, but it's probably closer to eight.
1: I was going to ask, does anyone know how many episodes are left? Because then that kind of determine like, I think um, last season it was 10.
0: Uh, right?
3: Let me check. Mm.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, it looks like it may be 10.
3: Whew, okay, so we're
1: only a third in. I, I feel better. I feel better. We have more content. But that just means around episode seven, eight, they're going to stretch it a bit. That's fine that's what they did last season around that time they kind of stretched it a bit and I was just like this is a filler episode but um nah if you're interested hit up Paramount Plus The card comes on, new episodes come out on Thursday yep so if you're about the family definitely check it out because it's like the show to be mm. watching if you need some sci-fi thriller in your life I guess nostalgia and depression and depression there's always depression to start I mean that is sad it's always like that and the fact that you know mm. with with how they're trained because I ever since I started this journey when I was a child I was always like why are we just so calm <laughs> when bad things happen I would be freaking out
3: because they were trained that way so like it's depression right oh. Oh, one thing I want to say, one thing that made me laugh out loud is the the evil federation there. They have no stun setting on their phasers. Don't. straight up. Boom. You are particles. I was like, wow, you are fucking evil. And <laughs> okay. red and everything. It was just like, that's all I got to say about that. Vaporized.
1: Set lasers exactly. to annihilate. Right. They were vaporized <laughs> and it was over. And I was just like, I think that did make me jump. I was like, I was not expecting that. I was like, I'm so used to no. the ah.
3: Right.
1: Or maybe they just
0: reach for the wrong. No, no, no. One setting. Combustion. I'm I'm making a a political joke. Like, oh, maybe they meant to reach for the for the one, and they pulled out the actual. I I was thinking that kind of like maybe it was the wrong one they reached for. Maybe it weighs the same. They
1: would. They (laughs) would. (laughs) So the thing with the Confederacy, as we see with a lot of themes in other shows like The Boys or whatever. Is that this timeline, humans are in. Anyone who's not a human needs to die. Like, it's the whole, like, they're they're trying to take over the universe, they're trying to take over things, they're trying to make us whatever, so we all must conquer or kill them. And that's literally everyone on Earth. It's crazy, like how... That's why we're like, what was the decision that led to this timeline? It's so intense.
3: Twenty twenty-four. Watch it's out, so y'all. Intense, it's coming Hollywood.
1: up. Like, when <laughs> I tell you that Seven is the president of this entire call like the whole earth in this behind this, and Picard is like the number one killer of of conquering and colonizing and everything. Like he they're like, yeah, he killed Sasa. he the man. He had to go in his house and saw so many skulls in his little trophy room. It was very traumatizing for himself, but like his timeline stuff was like, yeah, I'm that guy. And I'm just like, how did he get here? I'm that guy. (laughs) How did he get here? And so-
0: And old Picard's like, you're not that guy. You're not that guy.
1: He threw up. He was like, oh, this is not me, you know? Um, So it's like, that dark side of Picard- this is the dark side of him exploiting or like being successful in this thing. But for, we just want to know how did we get here for it to be that and how that Q, like Q always up to something. He just knew what to do this time. I'm just, I don't know if I'm upset or just entertained, but that's all the time Q pops up. But I was just like, dang, you really just going to go to alternate reality during the same time and be like, this is it. Bye, and then leave you there, and everyone's like, You killed everybody, we love you. And you're like, Uh, oh no, you know,
2: mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm.
1: slaves, there's like Romulan the like like it's crazy.
2: It's dark, it is somehow <laughs> well, darker than you can't, the Terran Empire. Because that was the thing oh, for yeah. a very long time. straight
3: up Nazis, man These are and it it is surprisingly like <laughs> all black, red, white it yeah. is it's not
2: a it's not a whole they lot darker Nazi than suits. the Terran Empire, mm-hmm. but at least the Terran Empire mm-hmm. didn't just kill everyone. <laughs>
3: No, oh, these are something really fucked up happened in 2024. So, like, that's all. Oh God, that's all yeah. you got to know. Everybody, something really bad happened. i have just everybody traumatized died. that I saw that episode. I was like, everybody, you know, how many different races everybody. are in this universe
1: conquered or dead?
0: I'm well, saying hey,
1: definitely check it out on Paramount. New episodes on Thursday. We'll probably keep you guys up to date on these episodes because there's a lot happening. And I think we're excited and upset at the same time and seeing what happens <laughs> next. But
0: I'm going to turn it over to Marlon for his... Oh, yeah! Everybody go ahead and open up that trash can. We're diving into the dumpster. We're dumpster diving. Dumpster diving. Welcome oh to, dumps- to, to dumpster dives I? and sit yep, down. We're going to talk about some real stuff. I gotta stuff. find a
3: new dumpster sound for you. <laughs> or like a trash <laughs> sound.
0: Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Well, this one, I, I don't know if it's as dumpsterish, but Uh, If you haven't known, they decided to reboot uh, the Cheaper by the Dozen film. Um, You are an OG. It came out in 2003, the first one, and the second one came out in 2005. What I forgot is that they both had Hilary Duff and Alison Stoner as the two daughters, and the second one featured Taylor Lautner and Carmen Electra, yeah. which is a, just a real great example of like, this was the time capsule of this time era, or where Pan- <laughs> Carmen Electra was in a bunch of films. Uh, but anyway, if you remember those old school films, uh, they were a mostly white family with just a bunch of kids. Uh, for the reboot, they decided to go. We're going to go blend it. We're going to do a blended family. Sure. We're going to have the wife Gabrielle England, and the husband Zach Brath. They're going to have biracial children. Uh, and America. You know so like, you know what? Let's make it extra blended. Let's make one of the kids also in a wheelchair, and let's make uh, let's have two sets of twins. Uh, let's let's have one of the little black boys be super into like comics, so he's like a super hardcore nerd. Uh, and also, let's have it to where. Uh, Gabrielle Ian and Zach Braff's uh, original partners are still involved with the family. Uh, and they decide, like, you know what? Tyler Perry does this thing with Black dads. Uh-oh. We need to have that in our film. So no. of course they have the Black dads just like, and again, you can see what they're trying to do, but it's just so ham-fisted. There's like, because like, again, this is a white man raising like I think four He's, it's like four biracial children and three just black kids. Uh, and the dad's like, you don't know how to raise a black child. Look at him. He's like wearing makeup and stuff because he wants to be an uh, emo kid. I wouldn't let that happen under my roof. And it's like, y'all, you can't be out here spreading the stereotype of, of black angry dads. You can't be out here doing that. And it's just like, it's so, I can see where the intent was. The execution was not great. It was pretty poor uh, because, again, they're, they're trying to tackle multiple things. They're trying to tackle like ableism. They're trying to tackle uh, having a, a, a four person family and like making sure you respect the other family members who are also involved because they're like the biological family. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a certain where they're also doing, like, like trying to address racism. So like, they have a whole thing where they move into this very white neighborhood and like a security guy in a Segway pulls up and tells Cameron. and just FYI, we have a, a noise ordinance. And she's like, why did you tell, I just moved in today. Do you tell everyone that? And Zach's like, hey, what's going on? And the guy's like, oh, it's fine. Just, you know, let her know the rules, sir. And then he just segues off. And it's like, are y'all gonna do this to us too? Are you gonna, and then the entire time, like she's dealing with like, microaggressions at, like, the country club where they're like, oh, are those your kids that you, like, are, oh, are you the nanny? Are, are you just here nannying these these biracial children? Or, like, oh, these kids are so rambunctious. Who's their parent? And just the whole film is getting <laughs> doing the microaggressions and Zach Braff dealing with, like, again, they only have Zach Braff deal with his, like, follow from his success of, like, trying to, like, be a, a successful restauranteer and, like, not being there for a family. But they mostly give Gabby, you know, I'm like great. we're gonna give you all the race stuff to do. We're going to just, that's gonna be your entire character arc is, is, is navigating all the race stuff with your, with your black and brown kids. Uh, and, and there's several points are like, you know what? We're gonna go extra deep. So we're gonna have your best friends uh, pass away. and You're gonna adopt their Indian uh, child into your family to make it extra blended. Oh, but wait, wait, there's more. We're gonna have Zach Brass' sister be a drug addict. So you're gonna take in her child because she went to rehab again. So that's Gonna have to talk about <laughs> drug addiction and this. Something in this, is this it, house. It's,
2: it's funny. This house,
0: it fits all of them. <laughs>
2: It fits all of them so comfortably, I bet. Bye, bye, bye. But no, but it's just funny. There, it's this is a long list of things of pop culture issues of of uh, statements mm-hmm. and comments to be made about society. And uh, it's by Disney, and there's a what uh, and you have like ten things that you're trying to talk about socially. Um, it looks very obvious when the one that's being left out very clearly, everyone's still complaining about. You haven't said any OGPT uh, representation, have you? at this show this is uh disney all over again right
0: oh i'm trying to think back to because i'm sure there was signs there's like one the girl who's in the wheelchair i think they're like they were trying to make her like coded as 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 a lesbian but i don't think they had enough time to like fully flesh out her character yeah. <laughs> i think they're like we got too many things to hit on we can't hit on this exact one just yet <laughs> we're covering all the bases <laughs> we don't have and at some point they're like great we have also have two dogs the dogs are named <laughs> Are they (laughs) black and white? No, no, no. The dogs are named Barack Obama and Joe Biden. No. Uh, the Stop. It. Stop it.
3: I don't believe you. I really <laughs> don't. I feel like making this me. whole
0: story up. This isn't real. This isn't actually a movie or show, on? whatever it is. Because the, and they and they keep having this like Karen character just oh, like in the group, God. and she is so terrible. At some point, she comes to a birthday party and is like handing out like flyers of like Beautiful Lookout because there's been like break-ins. And she's like, "Hey, so do you know where your kids were last night between?" Nine and, and ten, and I was like, y'all can't do this. Y'all got to stop. We got to. <laughs> we get she's a terrible person, but why was she allowed to come to this woman's house? Like, hey, so we're looking for these strange break-ins. Are your are your? Do you know where your black kids are at? Like, do, were they outside stealing from people? And it's just <laughs> it's just so bad. It's just so bad, and it's and like you can tell they have like again. This is absolutely a white person being like we we want to make sure there's representation for everybody. We're going to put a Black Lives Matter sign in the window. So every shot you see just says Black Lives Matter because we care. We care about all of it. And it's just it's so ham fisted. Uh, How long is this? It's about an hour and 48 minutes. It's almost two hours long.
3: That was like two long.
1: Still, uh, still
0: too long. It's still too it's long. It's a lot. I mean, the kids, the kids are cute and they're doing the best they can. Because their kids uh, at first are cute. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot. I didn't know that Brittany Daniel had a twin. Brittany so, like, I feel like if you see her, you're like, like or, or maybe, you know, Cynthia Daniel. Anyway, there's this white woman, and I feel like once you see her, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know her. She has a twin. And I was like, oh my god, there's two of y'all. And I'm thinking, like, this isn't CGI, is it? And I'm like, oh, Snap, you actually have you have a legit twin. That was the most surprise I had from this girl. Like, oh, <laughs> oh snap, sweet Melly, hi. Oh, that girl. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. She's a twin sister. And I was like, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Because they were on the Just- <laughs> show together. Sweet Valley. I haven't seen Sua. So I was like, yeah, the two the show. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, this is cool. Um, but yo, know, it's clearly they got Gabby Union and they got Zach Braff and it hits a certain audience, and She rather doesn't also with a certain audience and they knew what they were doing. And of course, by the end of the film, they wind up at the house from the original uh, two films and be like, oh, look at that homage to the original Steve Martin joint. But all in all, it felt like they were really trying to like, do a checklist of all the social issues in the world of like, oh, we solved racism, uh, we solved <laughs> we solved parenting with like mixed children, uh, we solved black kids being allowed to be weird and like like in comic books and this and this like black dad having to understand and like there's an argument where like he was telling Zach Braff like what made sense of like it, like hey he's like a black boy and when he gets older he's gonna be a black man and he's gonna be treated differently and are you ready for that are you ready to like teach my son that. And it's like, I get what y'all are doing here and I can understand it, but like, you can't also have the same black dad look at his black son who happened to come in with like eyeliner on because he was going through like a golf phase and like ridicule the something being like, look at him. Like, I wouldn't do that under my roof. like, wait, he's not a good guy if in the scene earlier, he's like saying his son looks weird. Like that's, you can't have it both ways. Like you can't have that argument. And also you can't just like have this black dad come in and they do a pretty, like, they're trying to make you see the um, ex-partners of the original couple as, like, very hands-off. So, like, z- like Zach Brax's ex-wife, they make a big statement to say, she don't want to be married to me, and it's very hands-off with the kids. So I am, like, the main caretaker, but she's the babysitter. And so she kind of gets away at being, like, the negligent babysitter, and, like, they don't really comment on her being a bad parent. But for the black, and he's like, hey, like, I, you know, Gabby again, was married to him and then he was really big into sports so he was like always traveling never home with the kids uh, and of course he comes back and he like you know he's rich now oh here here's like some beat headphones for everybody I'm gonna buy your love and like they don't really like give him like shit but like the white woman gets like a full pass of like fully being negligent ignoring the kids being on TikTok half the time but this black guy gets like a bunch of like oh look at him trying to buy their love and showing up and taking their like only the and like Taking only the black kids to like a fancy restaurant because, oh, those are like my kids. And it's like, y'all just can't, y'all can't do (laughs) that. Like y'all can't be out here perpetuating these stereotypes and think, oh no, we're going to wrap it up at the end in a cute little bow. Uh, It's, it's not great. It's not great.
1: Wow. Okay. I see what you mean by like, I see what their goals were. But they completely missed on every one of them. I really feel like they should have just watched The Loud Family. If you ever watched The Loud Family that used to be on Disney Channel, which had like 12 kids or so with one that was like Mm -hmm. all girls, one boy. That cartoon today is still very solid. And I feel like if they just watched like five episodes, they would have came up with a pretty nice script where it just showed the family enduring being a big family and the advantages and disadvantages that came that comes with that. And then like if they had to move to a new, new location, them, them dealing with new school, new like anything about that, I, I, I could watch this movie. But I have some like, bad
0: news for you, Kat. What do you know who the writer was on this? i don't scared. <laughs> no, it was Kenya Barris. Wait, from blackish but and mixed
1: complain about them. Yes, I mean, which now it makes sense, makes sense, right? Sex. Like it just
0: it makes I'm sense, right? <laughs> this whole like it makes it like really great, had like, like this... about <laughs> slash like two years ago. This <laughs> makes sense. So Because <laughs> we we're, wrote... were talking about his Netflix show, where I was like, "Oh no, like you are like yes. you're, you're making fun of yourself, but all this is absolutely true about you." But yeah, like he's he was one of the writers his... on this. Right,
1: he's literally writing how he feels about. Biracial families and how black men are portrayed, but really you need to hear them out because they do are there are saying some truth, you know, even if it's the hard love or whatever, tough love, and all that, but still looking good in the white eye. Not oh, yeah. surprised that he wrote like this. everyone
0: who's like on like the writing or directing team is from blackish and mixedish, <sighs> and also uh Will it and is? Grace. <laughs> So they'll be like, oh, this is why this film took that immediate, like, we're going to go right into social issues, but, like, not really flesh them out all the way, but, like, still kind of be like, hey, we pointed a finger at it, and we're like, hey. That makes so much sense. You see that? Yeah. We're talking about that. We're not going to get too deep, but, like, it's in here. (laughs)
1: Him and Tyler Perry, I swear.
0: (laughs) Yo, let's talk about it. I mean, that's a whole other video in itself, but, yes, there's that. There's that. Yeah,
1: they're, like, the two big tv writers as far as black males writing tv for so long and they've Mm -hmm. had they have so many shows on tv but looking at it at a closer lens again they make they make they make content where they generalize a lot so that you know they're not trying to hit the specifics and when they do address uh issues it's in a broad eye and not the black eye so it's like Mm. yeah that's wrong but like if We get together, we can do it. It's like that's not how it goes. <laughs> like, be real about it. Like, duh. Yeah. But I'm not surprised that's, at the same
0: time. Yeah. And there's that Disney plus trash that we're gonna end things like on. You're going to Disney
1: plus trash now, not just Netflix. Oh, yeah,
0: it exists on there. And you know, I, I, just, I, I just gotta make the, the effort to go into clusters. there now. I like that. But I will end on some Netflix trash because I've been really liking this series. And I'm gonna call these series Rich White Woman Gets Conned because that's every single story the- that they talk about Tim literally Disney? if you and i hate it because like, i feel like I, I was like these stories all have the same issue and it's a rich white woman who gets called because she ain't got no common sense and bad vegan is that oh. and y'all this one is the worst one oh, gosh. because this one they include like audio recording of this man talking to her like wild like he's cussing her out and like send me money and like she's like why are you so mean to me yet she still sends this man money and like it starts from the joke and he's telling her like yo like I'm like I work in like I work in black ops and you know I do all these things and he tells her I need to just I, like because I work in black ops send me your email login and your bank account information so the government can protect you and of course this white woman's like That makes sense. Wow. I'ma send you that. I'ma give you all that information. Child. And so she just hands over her her information, her like, her like iTunes login, her uh, her Apple ID. So he's like going into all of her stuff. Like he's texting people as her, emailing people as her. And like he's just like, he's giving her, like, she's giving him like 40 grand, 50 grand, 60 grand. Eighty grand, hundred and fifty grand, ninety grand. She gave this man one point seven million dollars at a certain like she a collective of one point seven million dollars over a span of two years. Just like, and she keeps saying, "I shouldn't like I shouldn't send you this. Why am I sending you this?" And it's like, girl, because you're crazy. Question.
1: How does this even yes. start? Is she dating him? Who is that? Oh, how, this, how is is this? How, how? this is the worst part. This is
0: like this is the dumbest start of this thing. I remember watching with Camille and we both have to pause and take a walk, but that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So apparently, her and Alec Baldwin were almost a thing. What? Yes. That's the thing. She opened up her vegan restaurant. Alec Baldwin came by. They were hitting it off. But then she was like, oh, I don't know if I should be in a relationship. I just got like, you know, divorced. Uh, I'm going to look for a dog instead. And then what happens? Alec Baldwin meets his future wife at her restaurant That that same night. And so now she's upset because she missed her ticket to the show. She missed her ticket. Alec Baldwin is now involved, married. He's gone now. And she's like, Oh, I need to find my Alec Baldwin. So, and this is where it gets real dumb. Amy, I want you to listen to this very closely. I don't want to. She sees that Alec Baldwin is always tweeting this random guy, just interacting with this guy on Twitter. She decides to link up with this random guy on Twitter based on that only fact, that he comments at Alec Baldwin and Alec Baldwin responds to him every now and again. So she links up with this guy with that in mind and that in mind only. And that's how this nightmare begins. What? And this man is ridiculous. He's telling her that like that. Oh, no, it's just like literally slid and deans on Twitter. And this man is telling her that he's going to make her dog immortal. He's going to make her immortal. (laughs) She's going to be the queen. What? Literally. (laughs) Y'all, y'all. Why are you this, man I Camille, hey, this man told oh, Camille, had "This man read anime. Oh this man took this white woman anime thing. And she's like, "I believe it. I believe it. I'm, in, I'm all in, dog." And he's like, "Listen, we're gonna test you to see if you can go past your limit." No, not I'm plus like, you watch My Hero Academia. Oh you he watch My Hero Academia. You go past <laughs> your limit, go plus ultra." And she's like, "That checks out. That makes sense." That's loneliness for and you. No, it gets. It, it, it gets beyond, it gets to a certain oh point where gosh. she sends him like 150 grand and she's like, great. I can't pay my employees. And the employees are like, hey, yo, where my check at? She was like, y'all just FYI, the checks are going to bounce this week. I'm going to get y'all next week. Um, Wow. And she keeps like sitting. And like, she's, that's like the first text. The second text is, oh, we, we changed banks. So we had to like, wait for like the money to accrue and come back. (gasps) Oh, Oh, we had an ADP issue with your checks this week. So we're going to call ADP and figure it out. At a certain point, they don't pay nobody for about like, I think up to a month and they close the restaurant. She's nowhere to be seen.
2: Oh, my god! Then
0: behind the scenes, she like somehow raises money to reopen the restaurant. And everyone comes back and like, great, round two. Maybe she's better this time. Nope, she's not better at all. Uh, (laughs) And she keeps lying for this man. And he keeps like, and at some point he like just straight up like sends her out of the country and says, hey, I'm going to meet you in Rome. He's not in Rome. He's actually at her job, having a having a meeting with her employees. Like, yo, I want to be more hands on in the company. Uh, y'all just report to me now. Um, if you have any issues, with, with you know, with how things are being run, you can hit the wait, door. Wait, I don't want wait, negative energy in this. I need I need clarifications of something. They have never met at this point, but he's talking to her employees like in person. Kept, they have like, never physically met. She brings question. him around every now and again. Everyone's like, this man is weird. So like, why is that. he here? Okay. He doesn't know anything about running a restaurant, but he's always has an opinion. And then he just shows up, like, I'm leading today's meeting. And someone's, like, recording the meeting it's as amazing. it's happening. Good. He's That's like, and he tells him straight up, like, if you've got a problem, with, you know, with how things are done, you can leave. You won't get paid, but you'll just leave. And... She and was, she, she wasn't there. And so they have a strike. And like at this point, the investors are like, yo, you shut down once. There's a strike. We want our money back. Homegirl flies back for a bone. Dude picks her up. They go to Connecticut. They go missing for 10 months straight. 10 months? They go missing for 10 straight months. <laughs> no one knows who they are. <laughs> the employers are like, hey, I haven't gotten paid in three months. And like- They fully interviewed all the employees. Like, yo, my mom, my dad, and I worked at this restaurant and none of us got paid. And so we like literally had to go on unemployment because we didn't get paid for several months. And we believed this lady. So for 10 months, she's just like going places and y'all, she's still giving this man money. This is so much. And what makes it worse, Rick's it worse, is that at some point, Her mom gets involved, and her mom sending this man money, y'all. His mama sending this man money. (laughs) How? Why? Um, Rich white women are easy targets. (sighs) This man is emailing her mama like, "Yo, listen, yo, yo, he." verbatim says your daughter's going through like a real hard time if you send me like t- like 20 grand like we could definitely like you know make things easier for her. like hey thanks are 20 grand we need like 14 more grand so we could like you know find you know a good therapist hey things that money i need eighty thousand dollars you know just to help things out moving forward and every time they get money y'all they find out that this man is going to every casino and is gambling all that money on slot machines. And what's worse is in that 10 months, she is with him at these hotel casinos upstairs. He's upstairs. So, what is, okay. is there a what? conclusion? <laughs> what does he the tell? The solution? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Not literally, like, she finally like gets arrested because he orders pizza uses his actual name from Domino's. Wait. And, uh, Wait. Literally, what? they're on the run, and this what man. What the fuck? And mind you, throughout the whole show, he's using a fake name, but to order this Domino's Pizza to play Call of Duty, he uses his actual <laughs> government name. And they fully say this man is playing Call of Duty nonstop, but he orders the Domino's Pizza, he uses his, his full name, and the guy's like, huh, oh, that name sounds interesting. And then the police are like, we're looking for that guy. And they're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, they just and, they're like, and they're like, you're coming with us, guy. <laughs> my guy, I need you to my guy, my guy, I need you oh gosh, to log out of Call of Duty. My guy, I need you to I got Call of Duty. I got Call of Duty. Come with me. Come with me. Okay, you're done. You're done. And they get arrested. And then what's wild is this man gets a big fat nothing as a consequence Wait, what? from slipping this lady. This is, oh my God. He gets nothing. He spends a year in jail, like awaiting trial. Trial comes up. He gets allowed to leave, he gets, he, he gets time served. Whereas because she was taking money from yeah. the company and putting it into her account and pulling it back out again, mm-hmm. she gets charged with like, great, you were stealing from us. So she spends four months in prison uh, and she has to pay back, I think, six million dollars or something like that. <laughs> uh, and so this man is just out here mm-hmm. chilling and y'all. I cannot tell you how far I threw my PS5 remote and thought I broke it. <laughs> At the very end of this saga that we've gone through, this woman oh, and no. this man have a phone call together <laughs> where they are giggling and kikiing and just having a fun old time. And I'm like, woman, this man stole from you. And he's on the phone like, hey, you know, I miss your girl. Oh, I man. love you, girl. She's like, stop. <laughs> stop. I'm like, girl, if you don't get this phone with this man, you he's sisters, talking about you. How are these funny times? How are this fun, fun for you? And I'm like, girl, you're going to fall into another trap. You are an idiot. You're going to fall into a hole. And again, y'all, moral of the story is rich white women are easy targets. Every, see, even with $6 million in debt that she owes, she still is giving this man some play. And y'all, I thought to myself, this man has to be a knockout. This man is not a knockout. Oh my gosh, no. At some point, she says this man's odor offended her and she didn't want to even be in the same room as him. And he started booking separate hotel rooms. And I'm like, then why are you calling this man? He don't shower? He don't shower. Oh my gosh. Also, he eats meat. And she's like, I don't eat meat. Like, how did He's this work? He has the meat sweats, too. Oh, this my God. Because they got the meat sweats. And you're over here like, oh, I don't want to be around him anymore. Gross. Ew. Ew. That's that man. That's what that and man looks cute. like. Oh, girl. You That's what that, you that man looks like.
1: So much better. Yes. He could have done so much better. It and was wild. This mess.
0: Yeah. And apparently this man has an ex wife who was like, yeah, he did the same thing to he, me. She
1: had money. She could have done a background check on him before she Yo. got this serious. I don't know why people think doing background checks on people, um, uh, Especially if you are, if they're starting to ask for money, I think it's a smart way to figure out if they're a criminal or not. Because if no. I'm dating someone and they're like, "I need hundreds of thousands of dollars," that's going to be Cat, like, "Are you Cat. the FBI's most wanted list?" I'm going to
0: pay for background check. Kat, at a certain tax bracket, you start asking questions. Apparently, at a certain tax bracket, like it's you know like what, if you're
2: too rich. You I'm untouchable. It's like you don't I'm,
0: ask <laughs> questions at all. Like, I'm too rich to be a target. Right. No one's going to get me. I it's like great. We're all like, I'm not giving it. Like, first of all, if you need 150 bucks, I'm asking questions. I'm like, why? Why? what you need it for? I, Am I the first person you asked? When you need it buy? You
1: can't be that lonely.
0: <laughs> like, that's a whole nother lonely that I can't even. <sighs> Yo, I, I feel like at this point in time, now that I picked up on it, I think in every Netflix series that falls around scamming, it's going to always be a white woman. <laughs> it's going to always be a white woman who has money, did you and watch *Inventing no Anna*? And is I gave that two episodes and said, "This is white privilege in a nutshell," and I was like, "I'm <laughs> done with this. I'm done." Uh, if, if only I could put on a Nigerian accent and be like, yes, give me the money, please. Um, <laughs> the money's in the mail. The money's coming. I don't understand why you, oh, this is so broke ass. Oh, I saw I this too, and I was like, what is for a gara, but, uh, Did you see woman. the
1: Tinder swindler? I didn't see that. I, uh, but uh, oh, yeah. That came again, out at the same time as Event and Anna. Again, and those were the two
0: big. Rich white woman. Right. Giving money.
1: And I was like, how did he, he's still out? Do we try to still date or something? Oh, yeah.
0: I Also, Camille, apparently you can do scams and get away with it at a certain point. You can do a bunch of scams for like, I feel like at a certain price bracket, it's like, great, you like got a cup of mil. I mean, we can't do nothing about it. He got you. That That's on you. Is wild. Stop on the wrist. Don't do it again, buddy. Get out of here. Prison's full of people. You can't be one of them oh uh, my
1: gosh that is crazy and it's called Bad oh vegan, yeah. all because she had also, a vegan restaurant Karen,
0: just know that she is not a victim they really want you to play she's, like you could. tell they, they try to not. make this white woman be like super and I, and I think the issue with a lot of these things is that they try to make them like cry on camera and feel bad. And this one, I like that the guy behind the camera was asking her really important questions. Like, like for some, mm-hmm. like she was being texted by her friends, the entire like by her like coworkers, like, hey, this guy is sketchy. Like, are you okay with and she was like ignoring them. And at some point, she fires someone for asking too many questions. And the guy was like, Hey, so do you know why you fired the guy? And she was like, I don't remember. It's like, you remember why you fired that man? Because that man said, yo, you're giving this man money. We got to pay bills. And you were like, you're questioning me. You're fired. It's like, no, no, no. You were culpable for a lot of situations you you were involved in. And this is also on you.
1: Yeah. She, she seemed like she wasn't a victim and she's still no. like, she has to
0: be involved. So. Oh yeah. She also has like the waspiest white family who were like, yeah, she was gone for like 10 months and we didn't know where she was. And, they didn't try and to I'm dig- like, did y'all not call this woman? And literally were are like, just go through they, that on the news last year. Like. They waited. They were like, we and like literally her sister says, and I quote, well, she's a grown woman. So I figured she would just call.
1: There's so much to unpack on the
0: show. I'm like, baby girl, you've has been gone for ten months, and you're like, well, she's an adult, and so if she needed help, she would call me. Like, y'all are y- y'all are so wealthy So where you just had no concern for your sister's life. Like, I mean, a, a true adult would call someone if they needed help and assistance.
1: That's, that's proof she's not loved, and that's why she doesn't know Damn. what love is. Except From a man
0: who needs money, and that's why she's like, she needs
1: me. That's love.
0: So if you want to scream at the TV for four episodes episodes. and listen to uh, four episodes and and listen to a weeb steal money from a a woman as he's talking about blood rituals and his, his, this man said he was fighting demons, y'all. Swear to God. He sent her a text saying, I'm out here fighting demons for you. He was very serious. He (laughs) said, I'm fighting demons and angels. You're you're <laughs> a, a great little human, so and one day you'll transcend humanity and be like me. And I was like, this man is crazy, girl. That's
1: crazy. Why is I this- talking to him? <laughs> is this even the same
0: person I was talking to him? This is the same person, but apparently, like again, this is someone just tweeting at someone, and they're like, oh, that's a funny joke. I'm a reply right. to that. How do we know that's not like like the same oh, person? did
1: they even? They're not tight. Did they connect the two? Like that really was him? Because he's just yeah. scamming everybody.
0: No, no, that was him. And Alec Baldwin's like, I mean, they, they didn't ask him, but I'm sure he was like, "Yo, I probably get questions all the time on on, on Twitter. And I just respond to randos. Like, I don't. That guy's not my friend. Like, I just tweet it. Response. All, get off Twitter. Oh. <laughs> ha ha ha! Very funny speech. tweet. <laughs> ha ha ha! Funny gift. Like, it was very superb. It was like okay, quick. Okay, gotcha. Things like, like it, it wasn't like, "Oh, you're my best friend. You're right, so smart. Right, was right. Like, great. Like. That's funny. That's
1: her. In her perspective, it looked like that, but really, it's probably a person he follows that has funny content that he's retweeting. Oh, no. She's desperate. And she just assumed oh, if I get with him, then I have something. At least that's my my oh, back up yeah. into missing out on Alex. This
0: just smashed so I mean, unpack. there was a journalist who was like, honestly, maybe she was trying to scam him thinking he was rich and then it backfired and she got scammed herself. I don't um, know. Either way, it was uh, a train wreck uh, and Camila and I fully argued at the TV for all four of those hours that we watched this white woman further and further embarrass herself on TV and try to make it seem like, oh, it was so surprising. Girl, it was not surprising
1: the signs you were there him out. the,
0: signs <laughs> the were moment there. the moment this man said he needed the moment this man said that he was fighting demons in real life clock out right block move on if you mean women dating anywhere I, I, and again this is like this is i thought so anyone on twitter or Tinder would be like wait you fight demons block no we're not doing that we're not doing that nonsense he, slayer? My- <laughs> <laughs> he was really i heard saying he's fighting to demons room? and angels
1: that literally sounds like him on that. He even
0: made up a fake uh, he he made a fake person named Will, who was his IT agent, who was out here uh, sending him like secret incognito messages of like mm. the backdrop is gonna be here. And we need you to get into the easy zone. Uh, and we need you to get these five diplomats and bring them back.
1: <laughs> so, another question Rich is, fantasy life. Did they talk about who he actually was? Like, what, what was his job? Did, was he just unemployed and just scamming?
0: uh honestly he refused to do the interview but they there ask everyone around this man they're like this man didn't do anything he again <laughs> played call of duty all the time uh
1: <laughs> so he's role <laughs> playing call of, duty, and call and of duty stuff in real life
0: that's gotta still be still it and apparently gave his, him money. oh yeah and apparently his daddy ain't shit either because his daddy was fully corroborating all this man's stories he told this woman, like, yeah, he works in black this ops. This is so messy. We're like, yo, daddy ain't shit. Everybody's You're literally out here telling this woman, he works in black ops. <laughs> I just... I cannot watch <sighs> this. I screamed. I to be screaming the entire time. I was just like, this makes no sense. This is your money. This makes no sense cool. And I feel nice. like this has to be, if you're wealthy, maybe money doesn't mean much to you. But me right now, if you need 40 bucks, I really have to consider why you need it right. and if I can let it go. If you need $8,000, I'm like, first of all, our friendship's got to stop. <laughs> like, if you think I got $8,000 on me like that, we got to re a lot of our, Especially our, our someone situations. You just met. That's what I'm trying to say. These white women apparently are just fully trusting everybody. Any and everybody. Like, oh, I love you. You love me, right? Yeah, I do. Give me $8,000. You got it, honey bun.
1: It, it Those were saying with another show I watch about the elite about when you have money, you just don't have common sense. Again, they always say they live in a whole nother world of, that's completely different from ours. So when it mm-hmm. comes to a situation like this, they, this is all blind spots to them. And so they react in through their money or from inexperience and
0: they react stupidly yeah. and lose their top tier celebrity restaurant that was bringing in millions of dollars a year that's what They're they lose out on this woman was this woman had a restaurant that celebrities were going to Owen Wilson was going there Damn. um she had uh homeboy from the the patriots uh <laughs> His face. currently Patriots Giselle, formerly Patriots no, in, the, in the past oh, Giselle Tom Brady? and Tom Brady yeah he was he was like he was a, a regular there they had the Clintons came there one time like she Dang. was bringing in high she profile high people rusher. and profile. gave it up for a neck dude who plays Call of Duty, Call of Duty all Sounds day like
1: long insult too.
0: <laughs> apparently, she, apparently they, they never hooked up so I don't know I don't know this is weird wait Again, they yes. were together for yes. ten months
3: and they never yes. had sex.
0: Yes. What the hell were he they doing the whole time? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> doing coke? I, that maybe because I'm like, say, each other? what, what do fuck? you have this man for? <laughs> why are y'all like each why? other?
1: Like, why? I mean, it was together for ten sex. months. But like, do to have
0: something that makes it be a yes. relationship? It's like, what does he bring to the table if you're not getting physical with this man? And if you're physically repulsed by him, <laughs> what is happening here? What are you He's getting? Like I don't demons. understand. <laughs> Fighting <laughs> demons and angels—that's <laughs> his personality. And it was—it was, it was so confusing. I'm like I, like I'm, like I'm, I'm, I wasn't trying to give her a reason. I'm like I'm trying to figure out like, what is the plausibility for you to like. I need to find something like. Does he have a big dick? No, you know what I'm saying with him. Then what, Are you like, sure is his they personality have sex? good? Are you sure? Positive. she kept saying they that she didn't like being around him and like didn't want to be underneath them and it was just it was just all the i was just so confused i was that's so confused, they're both, confused like, asexual like, and they
1: just like the vibes that's still not worth but she doesn't like his to. vibes
0: either like this man is cursing her out on a daily about this money like cussing her out I hardcore and i'm I like what this. what do you see in this man he's cussing on like, like he's cussing you out on the day to day basis, and you're just over here like, I'm still with him. I'm gonna keep lying I'm, for him. I'm gonna sit, sit beside him. <laughs> this is my man. This is my man. I'm gonna sit, sit beside him. To, to be fair, though, some
3: women do pick really shitty partners. They a lot, a lot of them do. Like, it's 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 sad when you actually like look out. Yo. and this you know, true. you're like, why are you with the? Why? 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 Why, why? 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 Like, she why? just jumped into a whole situation where
1: she i feel like within the first month she's paying him out they didn't really see much of each other like it's it wasn't it it wasn't even really a relationship to begin with and that's why i'm like i can't like i can't even say it was a situationship maybe i should just refer to it as a ship because it was a lot of situations gotcha, um did you just coined that or is that something that's been grace is that i think her
0: I think the only thing that maybe was going for them is that her dog liked him, and she really was in love with her dog.
1: Oh my gosh! Like that, like they
0: really tell you like that this dog meant the world to this woman. I'm like, this is an unhealthy attachment to this animal. I'm sorry,
1: they need that deep therapy where it's like, I'm gonna need to go in your brain, your mind palace, and just
0: sort things out. out. This is yeah, and it's like. She was involved. Like, at a certain point, she's using fake names. She's covering up her tattoos on the run. Like, she was also involved in a lot of this. Like people, please
1: don't do this. Not like I... It was wild. You do what you want to do, but I'm just saying, for the sake of less Netflix shows like this, just be smart. And if you don't know, pay someone who
0: can do your thinking for you, at least. That's the very least you can do. I'm mm-hmm. available. I'm just saying. That's that's all I got. I'm gonna put the lid back on the trash can for now. But that's, that's a all I got. Garbage, Marlon. A lot of garbage. Smells yeah, real garbage rank Marley. up in here. <laughs> My
1: brain is spitting like the house. It's not a of garbage. That's the whys. It's not a of garbage. Um. Wow. And that's on Netflix. That one was on Netflix.
0: On uh, Netflix, yeah, yeah. And then we're just gonna uh, just. Right now, we're gonna just give you a spoiler-free review of our thoughts of the Batman, starring our we're gonna do that right now, and Zoe Kratz and Jeffrey leave. Wright and Colin Farrell. Unless you want to go watch it.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till next month because they said it's gonna be on HBO Max in like a few weeks. Ooh yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I oh, will really? wait yeah. because it has because the same contract as been. the other movies. I'm gonna wait, yeah, and that's see fine. it on TV. See you at home yeah. just in case if I didn't I mean, like it. Because if I didn't like it,
3: I would have been like, I wasted how much? We, we almost mm. went because almost there went. was no movie there, so
1: yeah, that's <laughs> that like
0: three hours long, right?
3: It's three hours.
1: I'm so that we didn't see this movie for three th-
0: hours. Ray and I were sitting side by side and we're fighting back, falling asleep. <laughs> it was like, as are as you serious? We're like, this is a Lord yeah. Of the
3: rain like at a certain
0: point, type. you're just sitting. You're like, oh my god, it's still going. You didn't it like happened. it? Mom no, was it, was,
3: even-
0: it was it. Was, it had moments, but I feel like they definitely they they could the pacing was weird, uh. where they had a lot of high moments, and then there was this lull that happened, and it was like really just like a long time, and you were just kind of like. Oh, snap, we're still doing this. And it's like it was a really the pacing got really weird. Mm. Um it was good to like it's fun to watch because it's it's like year two of him being okay, involved and stuff. But it's just, or... but it's just, okay.
3: gotcha.
0: But it's just like it was just really long and you just kinda like, this feels like a three hour long movie. Like this I'm starting three to like
3: sh- So what <laughs> are you guys' two? favorite
1: Batman movies out of all the Batman movies?
0: I'm a fan of the Jerkman. Jerry Brockheimer ones.
1: Of course you are. <laughs> Ray, what's your uh, favorite Batman <laughs> movie? I'm not surprised by Marlon at all.
0: I love Jerry Bruckheimer.
2: That's a great question. I think my favorite one, if I'm having to pick a live action one, is Batman Begins.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, comparing to that, knowing that that's like your top tier movie. Because when I heard that when this movie came out, people were saying that it was better than you know the
0: Second Coming of Christ movies. Like
1: you know, Dark Knight <laughs> was like one of the highest grossing Batman movies in our
0: generation, and that
1: was a they were pretty solid movie. going down
0: on this film like, hard.
1: You know, other people love Michael Keaton Batman. Other people like the other Batmans, and they were like. They
2: were robert I, patterson did it better than all of i am like, a large what? fan this doesn't sound right i'm a large fan of val kilmer i thought he did a fine job i, I like that King movie that
1: man too thank you for saying fun. that because he was one of my favorites he was a good like sherlock holmes type that man for me
2: but um yeah
1: but robert patterson at least give us some words about how his bruce it was better than ben, it was better than ben affleck right can we say that
0: at least, a, it's different. It's a long pause. And I don't want to give away it's too different. much, but I feel like no going into it. That this is a different. Uh, this is a, this is a different type of of Batman going right into it. Um, it's very. I would describe it as very hot topic Batman. That's
1: what people kept saying. He was, he was the emo one. Like the, He's very broody.
0: The, uh, there are several but things that are like, you are giving it away. Like You are yeah. giving it away. You can't yeah. You
2: can't go it's out with... It's very broody. It's too obvious. I think in the grand scheme of things, he... I think, uh, first off, I think in the grand scheme of things, Batfleck was robbed because he could have done a better job had he been given much better movies to do something in. Basically, all of his movies were trash, and I don't know if that was completely his fault. But uh, this one is different. Um, some The choreography is cool, but I thought some of the Batfleck choreography was still cooler. Um, and... What was I going to say? Oh, and Bruce Wayne is special. I can't I can't talk about Bruce Wayne. This Batman is
1: special. I've never heard that before. I can't talk Bruce about Bruce Wayne. Wayne. I've never I understand. Heard that in my
2: life. I understand is- why somebody might like this Bruce Wayne because it is very different than any other Bruce Wayne that we've ever gotten. Mm -hmm. And I think that is pretty consistent with some, even with some comic book stories where like, there's some broody Bruce Waynes, but like, this is the broodiest Bruce Wayne of all the broods. And I can see why some people like it, but also... (laughs) is incredibly broody, um, so I I'm not it's overstating that. I think compared to other Bruce Waynes he's just it's the lo- it's the lowest brood, maximum cloud. Yeah. Um,
0: like it it's, is. It's, also, the is very dark at times too. Yes, it's a dark movie it's it's like, like lighting wise they're like, they were like we're gonna make this super dark like everything's gonna be hard to see
2: i would love i would love to see what y'all feel when you get there and i feel like i need to give some of the middle a, a better chance but it is a long movie um so yeah, yeah. That. i'm so glad we wait it
1: and it's three hours? Yeah, that means I can pause and, like, finish another part whenever I want. Well, the thing is,
0: I had hoped that with this, like, w- like, I'd hope that with this length, that they were prepared to kind of have it be spaced in a way to, like, you know, like ebbs and flows, like, you know, like ebbs and flow spikes here and there. But they really spend, like, a good hour... Like maybe a good, like, sorry, a good, like two of those hours, just like in one part of the film. And then you have like 50 or so minutes was like, oh, we still have more like to go here. And they're kind of like, we're going to connect some dots. We're going to do some things. And it's like, but well, we got to set it up. So give us some time. And it's like, I'm falling asleep. You need to make this happen faster. There's it, a lot of just things are just being spoken. I need to give, I
2: need to give the middle a better shot. It felt kind of, it reminded me of Age of Ultron in a way. In um, that sense mm, of like, it was structured okay,
0: <laughs> like the cave scene.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. The bad part of Age of Ultron. I will respect a lot of Age of Ultron, but when it <laughs> when, it's, when it derails into all the it spinoff movies, it. Uh, but this one was done better than that. This is not. This is not actually done in that manner. Uh, mm-hmm. To to give this part the right amount of justice without spoiling, uh, Zoe Kravitz was definitely the best part of this movie. Um, so there's She's really like, China, Selena. She, she was she was very i just think this was the best catwoman they've done also like
0: they all had they all wow. had some flair wow. of hype. but high
2: praise. they like I mean, they're actually they're like
0: three so it's important like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: but i mean like there's, like, there's four
1: there's, there's women a, there's at least four
2: there's at least four that I'm Hallie putting on this. Halle Berry, I mean, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. She uh, was cat- Nicole Kidman, Catwoman.
0: and Halle i was not counting Hathaway. I'm not
1: Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Eartha Kitt, let's respect her too. Yeah. Eartha Kitt. Oh, because Eartha Kitt gets on that uh, list. She, I she started off
1: in making the blueprint of Catwoman, in my opinion.
0: And <laughs> then man. Michelle Pfeiffer
1: added the fire of what Catwoman should be in a movie. And then Anne Hathaway added the mystery. So it's like all that... Yeah, I guess it makes sense that Zoe probably really studied. Did you hear that she actually hung out with cats? That was like her assignment—just hanging out with cats. To
2: really I, but that's—but honestly, that's kind of what you want out of Selena Kyle. Like, <laughs> okay. she's obsessed with cats. She loves yeah. like, and it's—it's that. it's something that's then, very strong on that Pfeiffer. character. It does, but it's not that bad. Like it's Michelle so Pfeiffer nice. had that extra level of "I'm a cat." That like was oh, it was that. It was very too much, and that it's that silly older batman thing. She doesn't do any of that. She loves her cats. She she Except she has the most scene. I almost want to say she had the most sex appeal out of all the Catwomans. and that's the point of catwoman unfortunately in that character like she has that strong confident I'm going to kick your ass but I'm also mm-hmm. Gorgeous, look at me. I'm catwoman. Like and it's and I love that about Catwoman. Cat, yes, yes. That's check it. Look I at am. me. I am a cat. That like so sense. she yeah. was she did a good job. Uh and Jeffrey Wright was good.
0: Yeah. Uh he just oh, got Cory lines but Jeffrey Wright was good. Uh,
1: Scarecrow and the penguin.
0: Scarecrow. Was
1: it Scarecrow in this? Scarecrow. Oh, oh Dan, no. I Scarecrow.
0: Paldano yeah, played the Riddler. I'm sure. oh, sorry. Oh, I wasn't aware. Yeah, right. He looks it.
3: like
1: Scarecrow to
0: me. i
3: was like, <laughs> saying Scarecrow has <laughs> Wait, Scarecrow Riddler. No. My bad.
0: Paul, <laughs> Paul Dano played a combination of the Riddler and Hush from the graphic novel Hush. Where it's like it, it was a very this movie takes on, like it t- takes on aspects of like Hush and Year One, and I think another it's, it's graphic very detective. novel that they were trying to combine it, it, like things with. Exactly. So Paul Dano was great in his role. He definitely uh, is. Updating the role to the current year of what a super villain could do in the tech era. Um, I think also that uh, we again I think the, it was they criminally underused Andy Circus, is my one critique of this film. Uh, is if, if you're gonna include Andy Circus, I need you to actually include Andy Circus. And I left here really uh unhappy with the treatment of my boy Andy Circus.
1: Wait, who like, did Andy Circus just, play?
0: He played Alfred
1: oh yeah he was in this movie huh
0: yeah and i thought i would see more of him and the film is like nope
1: another question question for you do they do the typical batman thing of showing the parents and the
0: death. Thank God. No, they didn't. Okay, thank goodness. This is the first one. Thank goodness. I was worried. I <laughs> no more chains being broken. Okay. No more giant bat in the shadow okay. just flapping at you. Okay. They're like, great. That happened. We're going to move forward. Thank goodness. Okay. We're going to talk about it and like in terms of like the political landscape, but we're not going to go back to little Bruce okay. being attacked. Or more Martha. Part.
3: Okay martha yeah no, no we, didn't, my, we didn't okay. we didn't okay i just wanted to make that sure that we were heart
1: because you said he was broody i was like please don't talk about or show flashbacks of the parents because i can't not do another one of those ever
0: no nah, he was just he was just extra broody with a little side of darkness and um everyone was great like colin Farrell played a great oz uh wald cobblepot he was fantastic as uh He's being a penguin tv show because of this movie yeah, they're also doing a Gotham's PD TV show as well, which is the police Before horse. The movie I'm not sure. Came out,
1: Marlon. They were that confident. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He I mean, the prosthetics alone is fantastic on him. Like they did a great job of like fully getting him into like into that character. Um, and I feel like they're only gonna add the shows to do some more plugging because they of course did that thing that Comic book movies are supposed to do, or that's the rule book, which is that they attach at the very last minute. Here's another character that's going to show okay, up, oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> and this character is going to be with our boy Druid, and he's an unknown character until you see the film. Oh, what? But Druid's now double dipping, he's going to be in the uh DC world now.
1: Wow, I think somebody's uh-huh. been studying the book of Kevin Feige, but okay, like. <laughs>
0: i mean they got two more to go they, they want this to be a new trilogy three. so they got two more Funny. i love that side aiming that's how i felt when i heard oh you have two more of this
1: <laughs> it's gonna be three hours
0: right. <laughs> i hope here's the thing i need films to stop doing three hours like i get it was cute at first but like oh we have extra content but the fact that they feel so comfortable now like this is a three-hour film is nauseating Like, let's get back down to a 90 minute film at best, because three hours, like literally there are some parts of this that I think could have been cut that we didn't need to see. Like And I, I get they, they wanted to, like, really stretch the mystery and, like, have this be, like, very Detective Batman, but they just stretch so much of that runtime to, like, really uh, encapsulate, like, oh, it's a mystery that at a certain point it's like, cool, we still have a half hour of this film left and I am falling asleep in this theater because it's dark and I'm comfortable. <laughs> uh, so, like, can we get to – can we cut to the chase? So, I, it's, it's a great film and I feel like people are going to see it being great and say, great. Three hour films are gonna be the norm. Uh, mm. and I just hope they don't. I just truly hope we stop seeing these three hour long films. Right. Y'all just put it on the DVD or the whatever, and we can watch that. Or like make it, make it a director's mini-series. cut or something.
1: It's funny. If you, you want to trick it. people into watching three hours, you just break into episodes because
0: it's, also true. it's
1: like three hour movie. Hell no. Oh, three episodes. I can do that. It's like it's the same thing. So if, if they were smart... I mean, I understand this was a Batman movie that they had to make, but if they had put it on HBO like they should have, they could have broken that up into some three episodes and it would, have done, it would have gotten so many views. But I guess we'll see that in a month. Um, it's been we'll rumored that it will drop. Well... They said it was rumored to be dropped near the end of April. It's on the schedule to play on the regular HBO channel on cable on April 27th. So knowing how the 45-day calendar contract works, we just know Batman on HBO Max by next month, at least.
0: Um, And my closing comment on this movie before we move forward is aiming they also suffer from um, Diana Syndrome. Where there is one no. theme song that plays no! in perpetuity throughout the film. Is it is it worse than the other one? Times, and I was like, y'all gotta stop playing this damn theme song. <laughs> we get it. Now? We get it. Just stop doing it. Was it, like a it music was like, oh thing? Oh my god, not What's again! <laughs> going, ah. No, no, no. It's it's basically like imagine if like you know when like Diana appears to go. Right. Imagine if like that happened over and over and over and over again. That happens in this film because they did a cool thing, an homage to the OG music uh, from the animated series. Like we were going to update it a bit, but they played it every fight scene every Um. brooding scene (laughs) we're we're like can we move past this one we keep hearing it we don't need to hear it again we get it i just needed
2: more variation out of it like it wasn't the worst theme but it wrote like uh, i'm gonna use into the spider verse as an example of there's like this three note Thing that they do all all throughout into the Spider Verse, um, and like you hear it a bunch of times, but it's it gets variated with different different other genres and different other parts and w- other ways that it plays. It we're mm-hmm. like, okay, I keep hearing the same Spider Man theme this whole movie, but it doesn't feel as the same thing. It was it was a little too samey throughout. The movie but it was fine that's i almost feel like after really thinking Mm -hmm. about it i felt like that was me nitpicking a little bit but it was a lot of that theme in this movie
3: (laughs) 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 nitpick i don't really want (laughs) to nitpick because i fell asleep because i started falling asleep in in the
2: middle of it and i realized that uh i was (laughs) like dang there's (laughs) a part of this movie that i think i probably would have appreciated more but i also didn't think everything was good like there was there was some problems Mm-hmm. i don't want to say a whole bunch i want y'all I to see it right a in your
0: way. defense our entire room was falling asleep me oh i know dude, but like Joe, camille like everyone was like having a nudge someone like wake up and say like, oh we're still doing this it's still on <laughs> yeah so i just wasn't prepared I wasn't it's about this movie it at it's weird it wasn't nighttime it was, we saw it at four like it wasn't going oh, to like a. Like, we saw it in the afternoon you saw the sunrise and, we were,
3: and then set when you left it in like
0: so like Just so you know, like we were like not sleepy going in. Like it was four, we went there, we had just finished like having an activity, we sat down and we're just fully lulled to sleep at a certain point of like sad.
3: That's so sad. (laughs) It's okay. So what would you rate it?
0: I would rate it. I mean, it's a I give it like a I give it like a seven. It's 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 interesting. It's, I mean, it's, mean, I feel like an IGN I get it. I feel like compared to like a lot of other Batman, like compared to like, you know, what they've been given, people are like, cool, this is so new. This is so cool. Robert Pattinson is like, you know, he's, he's also not like this isn't like a comeback king, but I feel like people saw him as like as the underdog in this role. And I was like, oh, he did it. He nailed it. Our patch was amazing. It's like, cool. That can be true. But also, this is a b- very basic Batman film that was just way too long. Um, had it been short, it still would have been OK, but it also would have been an OK film altogether. So seven out of 10. But I'd give it. Sounds honestly.
3: pretty good. Right. I don't
2: know if I want to give it a number. I feel like it is it is better than a lot of Batman's <laughs> that exist.
3: How about a letter? Uh,
2: know, <laughs> I'd say uh, it's it's at least wor- it's d- certainly worth watching on streaming. Um, when you get there, I don't I don't think you'll be wasting your time watching it on streaming. <laughs> right. It'll be one of those movies you watch mm-hmm. and you'll like parts and you'll get uh, yeah. you'll have feelings about other things, but. It's not a bad time.
0: <laughs> Definitely clear schedule. Yeah. And as we close, Kat, I will ask my question as we go out and then we will go to you to wrap things up in such a beautiful way as you normally do. Uh, if if you were transported to any universe, what's the worst one you could be transported into?
1: Attack on Titan.
0: Boom. There we go. Ray. Wait, real or fantasy? It could be real, fantasy, whoever. Actually, you know what? Let's do or fantasy. Time. Let's do fantasy. Let's do anime. Let's do if there's a role you and like Kat's already claimed, Attack on Titan. So they have another one. Cat, uh, your the answer question. You're good dead. to go.
3: The Walking Dead. The Walking yeah. Dead.
0: Boom. Got it. That that
3: oh <laughs>
2: yeah, man. That one would be pretty bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. If I'm losing those things, I think the one that I get to next is the boys.
0: <laughs> the boys. Oh, I do not want to live in the boys universe.
3: That is a bad oh, That I is I do not want to live one. in the boys universe. No, thank at you. All. No, thank you.
0: In that no, same you. vein, I would say the world of One Punch Man, where everyone's just getting oh obliterated. My gosh. <laughs> Everyone's getting like kicked now? to death. I'm like, I it's just like random folks on the street is getting beat up for no reason. So I'll go with that as well. Uh, yeah, thank you for playing. That was Marlin's queries.
1: Only well, because Attack of Titan is just so much because it's like, if you're not of that island, you're going to get killed. If you are on that island, you're going to get killed. It's like, I can't live in this world. And then there's just racism everywhere. I just you can't win. I can't ever survive as like a particle.
3: It's the worst world. I can't particle. Ever <laughs> you you, you might be an actual cat. The cat seemed okay in the first scene. Just chilling on the, like the brick steps, just being like it. la la la. That's I'm so cool, nice. I'm cool. I know, but that cat like there's no animals. The only
1: animals we see are horses and birds. Ooh. And it's because they can run and fly away. <laughs> and the horses know some secret place because they're horses. It but um, speaking of Attack of Time we're actually getting pretty close towards the end of the season, so I will keep you guys updated. Because once this season ends, it's not actually over because there's gonna be a
2: movie. Yeah, did I? We gotta
1: milk it for money. Was, maybe and it'll we'll come out next
3: year.
2: Maybe we'll do this soon. Because yeah, no, they're they're gonna. It's not over, and it's not going to be over in two it's weeks. And so it's just getting worse. I said, screw it, and mm-hmm. I read the manga, so Man. we can talk about the ending. Uh, <laughs> uh, Welcome to the club, Ray.
3: Because, uh, the, club, the emotionally I like, damaged this. club. i of the story. I,
2: well, I have more positive to say than negative, but there are there are definitely negatives. But that's yeah. that, we'll get oh, to that oh, another yeah. time. So
1: say, that's fair. That's fair. There's some positives, but to me, it's just I just I'm drowning in negativity.
2: <laughs> but there's yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, there's a covet there's lots of covers.
1: well with that said thank you guys for coming together and we had so much to talk about listeners if you like everything we talked about today Mm. please don't forget to stop by our social media on facebook twitter instagram and our website geekforce podcast
0: yeah it is
3: Ding, 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 ding,
1: ding, ding. Okay. First I wanted try. I was to say
3: so many other words, but I was like, http.com. www.http. Just in case you weren't sure. One day we might have a
1: physical mailing address where you could send us postcards, like back in the day with Zoom, and we'll have a little jingle that
3: Marlon would come up with. When we launch our Patreon, whatever the hell that is. One day. And maybe we can try for that.
2: One One day. day. But with that said,
1: thank you guys so much. Uh, Stay hydrated, stay healthy, Mm. love your friends, and geek on. Geek on!
3: This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.